Warning, this podcast is solely based on smut books. The definition of smut is a story that includes one or more sexually explicit scenes. This is a warning for all listeners to proceed with caution. There will be explicit content, sex talk, and triggering subjects. We will provide a trigger warning before each episode. This podcast is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Smut Sluts. We're your hosts. I'm Tisha. And I'm Corey. And welcome back to our podcast. Okay, so <laughs> our lives are shit shows right now. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least we, of it all. Yeah, we... I'm moving. Corey just moved. We're going through some shit. And so our pod has not been what we want it to be. Um, we haven't been able to post and do as much as we'd like to with it. But hopefully, once we're all settled into our new places, we will be back on our game and be able to give you guys more of us. So we apologize. And to add to the shit show, we totally deleted the video for praise. <laughs> and so... No, it's... <laughs> It's haunting, Adeline. Oh, is it haunting? Yeah. No, we have praise. It's okay. haunting. Okay, so we deleted the video for haunting, Adeline. So we apologize about that. It's not going to be on our YouTube, but this one is definitely going to be on our yes. YouTube. Yes, that was a minor technical difficulties on the photographer's behalf. I'm throwing you under the bus. Bria. But it, it was pretty funny. We realized it and we we're like, shit. That's not what we meant to do. So, hey, and we're not shit shows. We're what Corey likes to call spicy disasters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> A spicy disaster with some class in it. We're working on it. <laughs> Don't judge us. Yes. Okay. So today we are going to be continuing the cat and mouse duet by doing Hunting Adeline by H.G. Carlton. It's a dark romance. Oh, yes, it's got horror in it, contemporary romance, enemies to lovers, the stalker romance. This one's more of, I would say, like a hunting romance, which it's in the name of it. Um, it's, it's quite rough. dark. Yes. This one, I went into this one. Um, I read these first, and I remember I finished the first one right before the second one came out. Luckily, the second one had come out by the time I got to it, or else I would have been shitting my pants. Like, I would have been freaking the fuck out. I stayed up until four in the morning reading this book just to get to a point where I was okay to stop and sleep. And I had Nils at nine in the morning. I had five <laughs> hours of sleep, and I didn't give a fuck. I had to read this. You're like, I got to get through. Yeah, this one yes. is really, really, really dark. Like, mm -hmm. kind of, like, in a very disgusting manner. But yes. Very. It's a good book. So, the trigger warnings, um, CNC, consensual, non-consensual, the dub con, the dubious consent. And this was created by fan fiction community to make visible the gray areas between rape and consent. And again, I am going to read the trigger warnings from the book just so you guys have a full understanding like if you have any triggers do not read this book because I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure this one covers every single trigger that is possible <laughs> yeah after you read it I have a comment about it okay so important note as some of you may know the first book in this duet Haunting Adeline was banned due to the warnings but it is so necessary to have one these are also available on my website this book contains very dark triggering situations particu particularly a four letter word one no what am I reading a four letter one <laughs> that starts with R and ends with E though not between the main characters is that created enough Zon 
<laughs> I love her sassy. Right? <laughs> These scenes can be detailed, so please proceed with caution. There is also graphic violence, sexual assault, explicit sexual situations, human trafficking, PTSD, and very particular kinks such as blood play, knife play, degradation. <laughs> we apparently have been saying that wrong. Sorry. It's degradation. Are you happy, Nick? I love you. <laughs> and somnophilia. This book is significantly darker than the first. Please take these warnings seriously. Your mental health matters. So I think that the trigger warning is perfect for this book. I don't think it still doesn't prepare you for how dark no. this is. When After I got done reading this book, because you know you don't want to read reviews before you read the book because you don't want spoilers. Hmm. But I have seen so many people who did not read the first half of this book. They yeah. skipped through it. And I'm like, how the fuck did you skip through it? I could understand skipping the scenes, but I couldn't understand skipping the first half of the yeah, book because you're missing important. so much. Yeah. yeah. Because then you get to the second part and then it's like, wait, what? Ha- why is this happening? Uh-huh. You yeah. Know? And I even remember before I read it, you told me that you had to skim through a few scenes. You couldn't go mm-hmm. through like all the details and stuff. And it's yeah it's rough it's rough okay yeah okay so we're gonna get into the synopsis i think we're gonna kind of skim over some of the like more intense scenes just because going into detail it's 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 hard it is i think one when you're reading it you're in your mind so it's not it's hard but it's not as hard as talking about it like i don't Mm -hmm. i think i would get uncomfortable if we were to talk about it out loud absolutely there are going to be spoilers so just be prepared for that if you want to read this book come back to it so we don't spoil anything for you so all righty so if you guys remember in the last book it ended with addy being taken Mm -hmm. and so it begins with addy waking up tied into or tied up in the back of a van and she's worried about dea she's wondering where zade is she's like what the fuck is happening basically um and so she can hear the guys up front talking about getting paid by max and talking about a ritual Mm -hmm. um she's freaking out like uh i've been kidnapped and max is somehow involved so thinking like how what would zade do type thing she starts pulling out her hair to leave evidence in the Mm -hmm. van which bitch hell yes (laughs) right like the perfect he trained her so well for Mm -hmm. this oh i love him so we learn the names of the two that are in the front it's rio and rick um they realize that she's awake and so they're like welcome back to the land of the living and they drug her again so she falls back asleep when she wakes up again she's in a makeshift hospital with dr garrison fucking creep he is sorry oh he is awful yeah um she has a dislocated shoulder head trauma and last throughout her body so he puts her under anesthesia um and rio and rick are talking saying that they're worried about damaged goods because she's supposed to go mm-hmm. wherever she's going in pristine shape they're also calling her the diamond mm-hmm. at this point she hears it and yep. that's a significant piece yep um so she has to get a ton of stitches um and she's biting her tongue when she's around them she wants to just snap off like she does with Zade, mm-hmm. like stick up for herself but she knows it's not Zade, and they won't hold back from hurting her yeah um sorry my ac is gonna turn on and off as we're going but it's hot as shit balls and i ain't turning that shit off it's fine i think we need it at this point it's like probably already 90 outside okay so she's been gone five days when she wakes up so she's been in and out of consciousness they've yeah. been drugging her the whole time and so 
it's been five whole days. So she's like, where the fuck is Zade? Like, why isn't he here for me right now? Right. Oh, it scared me. Like, this is why this book had so much intensity. This mm-hmm. is why I stayed up so late reading it. Yes. Um, this book also does go, I want to just mention, yeah. it's Diamond Shadow, Diamond Shadow. So it goes back and forth. Yep. I was just going to say okay, that. Because chapter two, we go into... The hunter now. Mm-hmm. Um, so this picks up where he left off after the bomb happens. And he's kind of like coming to, he's just been hit with this bomb, like not really okay. Like he's hurt, he's injured. And then Jay's right there with him. And Jay, he's like, what the fuck? Why are you down here? Because Jay's not uh, operations man. He's behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Like mm-hmm. he shits himself. I love Jay. Yes. Um, and this is where we learn that Claire... Mark's wife is behind it, mm-hmm. behind the entire sexual human trafficking world, um, and she and he also learns that Addie has been taken at this yep. point. And when Zade sees Black, when he goes into that mm-hmm. mindset, there is no stopping him. And so Jay is like, Zade, yeah. chill out, Zade. You need to calm down, breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, which it doesn't help because Claire's sitting there saying she's going to be taking Addie to the sickest darkest person that yep. he's gonna she's gonna sell her for top mm-hmm. dollar jay has to end up punching him <laughs> yes i was like oh shit he did it so claire puts zade and jay in the back of a car with two men um and they don't know where they're going and mm-hmm. his zade's thinking okay is my men gonna come get me but he has his small earpiece that nobody checks so he's able to make give the hint to jay to get his men called and they crash the car. Yes. And they get him out and escape. And they get him to the hospital. And this is my favorite. Like, he wakes up in the hospital and gets so mad. He stands <laughs> up with the fucking bed attached to him. Like, this man's a beast. He's like a full-grown Hulk. Like, he is yeah. seriously the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. And the nurses are like, oh, shit. And one nurse, I remember, was like, okay, you need to calm down. You obviously need to do something, but it, it's not going to help if you get arrested. Mm-hmm. So he calms down, and they go back. Yes. <laughs> so um, they watch the video of Addie getting kidnapped mm-hmm. um, on the dark web. Addie is getting... So there's an ad out for Addie to get captured with a huge reward, mm-hmm. and it's $12 million. So she has got a big target on her head, and yeah. so... I can't believe he didn't know about this, though. Like, Right. They must have just done it, like, yeah, snapping like, it, you know, like, quick. Yeah. Because he pays attention to that mm-hmm. stuff. But they had this planned because they knew Z and the organization was coming for him, mm-hmm. coming for the rituals and to stop this. And they make so much money off of it. They don't want it stopped. Yeah. Yeah. The, so they find out that Max is the one that was behind the ad. Mm-hmm. And... Oh my gosh, Zade is like, I need to fucking leave. I need to fucking leave. Yes. Um, he tried to escape five times and they kept sedating <laughs> him because he needed to just like, yeah, relax. But <laughs> I love this line. It says, squeezing his ass cheeks makes him almost black out in pain. <laughs> but he's like, no, I need to go find my bitch. Uh, yeah. But how are you going to find her if you're hurt? You yeah, can't. Right. You can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he's watching cameras and of Luke Landon and Max, um, and then he finds Rick's name from a bank transfer between them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he knows that Max is behind it, and he knows who Rick is. Okay. So this is when it switches back to the um, diamonds okay. point of view. So then this is when she wakes up as Dr. Garrison's trying to save Addie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he but he only wants her for himself yeah he's a sick fuck yeah um he takes her he's trying to get her to the apartment upstairs because nobody else is downstairs with them right now and he's trying to tell her like you're just gonna be mine and she's like no i need to stay because that's the only way zade is gonna find her if she goes with dr garrison that's out of the leads and he can't find her well they start having their tussle yeah he starts choking Addie. And she grabs the scalpel. Yes! And fucking stabs him. And then Rio comes in and shoots him in in the head. head. Yeah. And so he falls on top of her. Uh, She's covered uh, in his nasty blood. I just picture him as like sweaty and stinky and like uh, greasy gross. and ugh. yes. That to me, that scene made me gag. I was like, what the hell am I getting into yeah. with this? But I was not prepared at all because obviously it just come out. So it's like there's no hints about what's yep. to come. <laughs> so Rio takes her up to the apartment to help her shower and get all of the blood off of her, but she can't get her stitches wet. And so he's like, I have to watch you the whole time and I have to help you and she's like are you fucking kidding me mm-hmm. <laughs> um yes. so then they put her back into the van and this is when they arrive at francesca's stupid cunt cunt i don't Capital even C. like that word and the fact that i would say it for this woman i don't even think that does the justice for her no not at Mm-mm. all okay so then we go back to the hunter at this point or does it go into more it goes into more okay i'll let you go because okay. i don't have my notes on that part then. okay so <laughs> it's an older house it's dirty and musty Ugh. there's drugs and alcohol ever yes. everywhere there's men everywhere there's pool of blood on the table um she's taking in her surroundings and a guy walks in with a girl slung over his shoulders she had tried to escape and so um they had put chains in her room and when she lifts her head to look at Addie, like the new arrival she smiles and at this point you know like this bitch is crazy oh yeah she's (laughs) fucked up crazy and it just gets more um so Addie notices that they switched cars to lose Zayt. So the van that they had originally taken mm-hmm. her to the hospital and they had switched so they yeah. could stay hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rhea takes her up to her room and she learns that Max is the one that put her there. Yep. And so he's outed in all points of view at this point. Mm-hmm. So everyone knows that Max is a fucking shithead. <laughs> um, so she starts asking Rio a bunch of questions and finds out that Rio works for the society. But he answers to Francesca now. I don't like this person. I know. I don't like her. So this is when it okay. switches back to the hunter. Okay. So Addie is still missing at this point, obviously. Mm-hmm. Zay just got out of the hospital. He knows that Max sold him, so he's going to him now. Um, he goes to Max and is asking, where is Addie? And Max is like, I don't know. I just transferred the money, and that was it. Like, I got my money out of it. They did it. And he's like, well, why the fuck did you do that? Because we had a deal. Yeah. And he's like, well, you killed my father. I didn't kill your fucking dad. Did you even check it? Yeah. And he was like, no. Okay. He's like, okay, well, you can't do this shit without fucking fact right. checking. <laughs> and then he's like, did you open your fucking mouth to anybody? And Max just goes silent. He's like, yeah, that's what I thought. So they set Max up for this. Yes. Right before he goes, though, is when he carves the rose into his chest. That's right. So he breaks yes. a mirror and he literally carves a rose oh. into his chest. I. Because he's beating himself up. Love Zade. I love him. too. Um. So then Zayd ends up killing Max. Like, tortures him. Yeah. He would, like, kill him and bring him back and then yes. kill him and bring him back. <laughs> and yes. um, he gives him Rio's name mm-hmm. before he kills him. And then he finds out that they took Dea's phone. Yep. And he was so consumed by Adi, he hadn't even thought to check on Dea. No. 
And this is when he's like, oh shit, Dea's missing. <laughs> yep. So he goes to save Dea. Mm-hmm. And we find out that she's being held by one of the friends, Luke. And, and he cuts Matt's, Max's dick off. Uh-huh, he he shoves it in his mouth and cauterizes <laughs> the wound. So he stays alive. Oh, <laughs> and then he goes to Luke's oh, house. It's so bad. It's so like, Max is just sitting with his dick in his mouth waiting for Zayt to get back. <laughs> Why are we laughing? We're so fucked up. Because he deserves it. For what she is about to go through, he deserves every part of pain that oh, he feels. Absolutely. Like you just fucked up by crossing Zade. One hundred percent. And not only crossing Zade, but touching his woman. Oh, absolutely. And putting her in danger. Uh-huh. You fucked up, you deal with the consequences. Nobody touches Addie except Zade. Yeah. He's the only one that gets the non consensual consensual. I'm surprised she shit. could touch herself. Uh, right? No. He, as long as he can watch, he's right. good. <laughs> Okay, so he goes to Luke's house, and Day is tied up to a chair with her mouth duct tape. Um, he shoots Luke in the leg and unties Daya. She's like, thank you so much. Where's Addie, you know? And he says that he doesn't know where she is, and he beats Luke to a pulp, tortures him, and then lets Daya mm-hmm. have the honors of stabbing Luke in the throat. <laughs> she deserves it because she was also raped by him mm-hmm. and held up and set up. And now her best friend's missing. Yeah. So, fuck yeah, would I want to stab somebody? Hell yeah, I would stab somebody. Daddy makes stab, stab. (laughs) (laughs) He must be emo. (laughs) No, really, like, she had every right to feel that way. Uh Yeah, for sure. Okay, now we go back to the diamond. Yes. So this is where Addie meets Francesca. Yeah. And she's looking over Addie and is fucking pissed Mm -hmm. because now she can't put her... Well, pretty much on the market at this point. She has to let her heal properly. She's damaged yeah. goods. She has to be, what, six weeks, I think? I or think something. four to six weeks to yeah. go. And so she's pissed because she's bruises. She has stitches. And this is where she ha- tells Addie she is the madame. Mm-hmm. And she is to be addressed as this. And then they make Rio tattoo her and also put a tracking device in her. Yep. And then Addie, he drugs Addie. She goes to sleep. She wakes up and hears and sees eyes through the wall. And I will tell you, this creeped me the fuck out. Like, I was on the edge of my seat reading this. Like, I was like, who is it? I feel like, right? Is it Zade? (laughs) I felt like I was reading a horror movie. And and in a sense, you are, you know? It was like she was back in Parsons. Yes. Like, (laughs) oh my God. But she also finds a journal from one of the previous girls in the house and her notes in it. Um, And this is where. She decides she's going to start doing that. Mm -hmm. Rio comes... No. Somebody comes and gets her. She's... The girls that was being carried when they first walked in sneaks up on her. Okay. Um, Rio tells her to get ready. And the creepy girl is like, can I braid your hair? And we learn that her name is Sydney. Yes. Okay. And this is where... They're going to be meeting in the pretty room. Yes. I fucking hate this scene. So they go to the pretty room. And one of the other girls has a mole on her face. Mm Mm-hmm. And Francesca's like, I told you to take fucking care of it. You don't look pretty with that on your face. Yeah, because it's like growing hair in it or something. So she has Rocco come in the room. And they're threatening to cut it off her face. And Addie speaks up because Addie's like, well, you're just going to make her uglier by doing that. Mm -hmm. And this gets Addie raped. (sighs) And this scene, this is where I went, what the fuck am I reading? 
because mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be dark, obviously. But I think you don't understand how hard a rape scene is, depending on the author. Mm-hmm. And this is not like, it's not, this was not an easy book. The no. first half of this book is really hard yeah. because that's not the first scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. And the whole time that Rocco is doing that, Sydney's laughing. I fucking hate Sydney. I hate her too. She is seriously a psycho bitch. And once we get to the part later down, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Of why she is the way she is. Yeah. So I do want to commend Addie though, because she just went through something extremely traumatic, but she gets up and she fucking punches Rocco in the face. And I was like, yes, bitch. And instead of Francesca, like slapping her or drugging her or like punishing her she just takes her into the room well she does slap her but she yells at her Mm -hmm. and she's like you can't do that kind of shit but she actually makes Rocco back off or if it was Mm -hmm. like another girl she would let Rocco do whatever he wanted to them and so at this point you're like okay so Addie's like why is she getting like better treatment than the other girls like obviously she's really important in this house she's worth lots of money lots of money like Addie's hot is like how I read her is she is the rarest of the rare mm-hmm. you know what I mean and not saying the other girls in the house didn't sound pretty from the attributes that were given to us from the book yeah but she's like a mod- like model type pot in the way that she's a snack yeah <laughs> in Bria's words <laughs> um, so in Molly's diary she finds out that Francesca's been doing this for 13 years and she doesn't know if Molly made it out and so she's kind of like become invested in this diary mm-hmm. because it's like she's doesn't know who this is but it's the only person that she's connecting to in there through her diaries yeah it's kind of like her uh, saving grace mm-hmm. to keep her sanity yeah yep so Rhea has to patch up her rip stitches from the shit that Rocco did and sends her back to the pretty room and mm-hmm. she learns about the calling and learns about Xavier I can't. I can't. Xavier is a fucker, too. It hurts my heart. Like, I can't tell you I love this book, but I hate this. Like, literally the only people we like right now are Jillian, Phoebe, and Bethany, which are the other Mm -hmm. girls in the house. Sydney's a cunt. Everybody else is a cunt. Yes. And we learned that Sydney has been trying to stay in the house as well. Like, she doesn't want to be sold. Mm -hmm. And so she does, like, everything in her power to prove that she's not ready to be sold yet. And Francesca allows her to stay in the house, which we learn why later. (laughs) But it also makes sense, like, you learn later, but it also makes sense why, because where she comes from. Like, she, Mm -hmm. no family. Yeah, she has no family. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so then it switches back to the hunter's point of view. Yes, and at this point, Addie has been gone for 12 days. (laughs) And so Zade finds Dr. Garrison's makeshift hospital and seeing a huge bloody pool of blood and Jay hacks the cameras. And Jay's like, man, you don't want to see this. And Zade makes himself watch every part of it. Mm -hmm. And um, he sees the little girl that got shot in the leg. Um, I can't remember... The, what are the Basilisk Brothers? Is that what they're called? Basil, Basil. Why can't I say it? Basilisk. 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 It's literally in Harry Potter. I know. Basilisk. 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 Wow, we're stupid. Basilisk. <laughs> Something like that. Brothers are in it. They come into the story later, mm-hmm. but they are known to be on the market for organ. Don't organ selling. Is that the right way to say that? Like black market organ. Donor selling. Trade. Not trade. Selling. We are fucking... Spicy disasters. We we just over here (laughs) trying to get through this. (laughs) Words are hard. Um, This is where he also sees 
that Addie had gotten taken into the the bathroom Rio helped her shower and leaves in a switched vehicle yep and he has Jay I know I was like (laughs) so he has Jay set up cameras around the entire building and lights this mother nope puts Dr. Garrison's body out of fucking window just hanging hanging. (laughs) lights this motherfucker on fire and posts it so the society can see Zeta's coming he you fucked with the wrong person he knows and he is tracking your bitches down yeah like you're fucked when he finds you y'all better pucker your butthole because (laughs) he's gonna fuck it with no lube and it's gonna be bad raw (laughs) raw dog raw dog (laughs) okay so it switches back to the diamonds point of view um Sydney is jealous of Addie she wants to be the golden child and mm-hmm. so ugh, she starts doing shit around the house to try to get Addie in trouble and one of the things she does is breaks one of Francesca's heels and frames Addie for it and oh my god I don't even want to say this part <laughs> let's just say it's probably one of the roughest scenes I couldn't read this scene Mm-mm. I skipped over after you read what happens to her so Francesca gets mad and puts the heel of that shoe in a disclosed place. Ugh. And then right after Addie is gang being raped mm-hmm. by Ro- Rocco's friends. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, I couldn't even read it. Like, I just had to move past it. And luckily, the gangbang didn't go into detail. She just wrote that in her journal. At this point, she is journaling. Yeah. That part was the hardest for me, I think. It was so disgusting. You know, I... There were things that, like, happened later, which I'll explain one day when we talk about them, but I think I'm such an empathetic person that I put myself in her shoes, and I think that's why this was so hard, because I put myself in the feelings of Mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? You can imagine the pain this woman is going through. Absolutely. And I think that's why this is... uh, Yeah. so disgusting. And the sad thing is, is I think we mentioned this in the um, haunting... Mm -hmm episode is that she talked to actual like sex trafficking like survivors and stuff Mm -hmm. and so some of the shit that she's writing has happened yeah i've read more onto it she didn't take their story so i don't i want to clarify this she did not take somebody's story because that's their sexual assault Uh that's something you don't cross over with somebody absolutely she created her own stories but learned the feelings they went through learned a lot of the traumatic experiences that did happen and I think for this book, it really opened my eyes to sex trafficking yeah. because you've watched Taken, you've watched, you know, the shows where it does happen and it does happen in real life. We know this, but we don't know what happens. I don't think, why would you want to educate yourself on what happens in the house? Because it's so disgusting yeah. and the people that make it out and then are able to just live a full life mm-hmm. like holy shit like good for you yeah 100 percent. like what's her name elizabeth smart that wasn't sex trafficking but being abducted yeah. for that long yeah and like and being who she is today like i give her props yeah because she's out there being a spokesperson and i think it's an amazing thing uh-huh. like this just opened my eyes to so much more of the thought process not even of what's yes what's in our world but what it would entail to be a strong person to overcome it Mm -hmm. yeah Ugh. yeah okay so the most fucked up scene happens (laughs) and it switches back to the hunter um he finds the basil basil basilisk (laughs) 
I think we're just going to struggle with this. The Bee Brothers. Yeah, there we go. That's their names now. (laughs) Right. So he finds the guy that he saw in the video that brought the five-year-old in. Um, This is when we find out they're organ traffickers. I wrote it down. That's the word. There we go. (laughs) We just had to keep reading, guys. And that they're not bad people. No. They are good people. Mm -hmm. And so he finds an old woman's house that they frequent often. And he goes to her house because he can't find a location on where they live. Mm -hmm. And it's Teresa. Mama T. Mama T. (laughs) Um, He confides in her about Addie. And she, at first, she's like, get the fuck out of my house. Who are you? You know? And then he's like, I really need to talk to the boys. And so she calls them over and they... um, when they show up, they make a plan to meet up and talk. Mm-hmm. And so, because they had something to go do, so they couldn't do it right then and there. And I don't think that they wanted to do it in front of, mm-hmm. in front of Mama T. No. And so they're like, okay, meet us here and this time. <laughs> they wrote it on a receipt, and it had fucking hemorrhoid cream, and he was like, I don't want to know about Mama T's hemorrhoids. And I laughed so hard. Like, there was just so much good banter still through it, you mm-hmm. know? Even with, I feel like it needed to be... You had to have mm-hmm. the equal parts of it, because on the diamond side you get the fucked up Mm -hmm. and on his side you got to have his sense of humor and like the oh shit yeah oh my gosh we lost a light light down light down okay okay so um it's the calling night (sighs) this one let's just put it this way i I don't know how much detail we want to go into it um it's pretty much the fucking hunger games for sex trafficking Uh if they catch you you die. Mm-hmm. And it's to put out the, the weakest. Yep. And you need to be strong in the sex trafficking yep. trade. So there are a few points that I think we need to hit on okay. with the calling night. So the men use bow and arrows and they have night vision. Um, mm-hmm. The girls don't have night vision. Nope. Um, so they just have to run through this forest and the goal is to get to the finish line without being captured. But there's booby traps set up in the forest. And it's a maze. Yes. Yeah. And, um, the men have night vision goggles so these girls are going in not being able to see shit and they're expected to make it all the way across once they pass that finish line they're safe I would shit my pants Uh I don't know how they do this I mean obviously you're life or death so it's terrifying but as Addie's running and hiding she sees Phoebe and Phoebe's like I'm going with you and Addie's like motherfucker but she can't tell her no you know they're both running for their lives and I correct me if I'm wrong but I believe Phoebe's younger like Phoebe's like probably 17 to 20 ish yeah she's a young girl um so essentially Phoebe sacrifices herself for Addie because Ben captures her by nope so Ben captures her, but Addie was about to be captured as well. And so Phoebe takes it upon herself to basically sacrifice herself so mm-hmm. Addie can run and get away. Um, but Ben ends up stepping into a mm-hmm. trap and Phoebe grabs one of his bows and kills him. Fucking hey, dude. I was cheering for I her. I know, but holy fuck, that's mm-hmm. the wrong place to do something like that. Because right. what is going to happen to her? Yep. So... Addie makes it out of the maze, and this is where she finds the train tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, she kind of wants to look around, but she knows she needs to get back before they find her, because mm-hmm. that's going to look way worse, and she's going to get punished. Yep. Um, so she makes it back, and somebody is carrying Bethany and Phoebe on their backs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're told that they have to mingle with everybody afterwards, yep. which, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they can get whatever they want to eat at this point. Mm-hmm. Um 
She's like, how about McDonald's? Right. Who the fuck wants McDonald's after that? Like, don't get me wrong. I love McDonald's, but really? Give me a steak and lobster. Right? Give me something like high class. Make me feel like I just fucking won my life over this shit. Like like you really fucking did. Yeah. Right. Um, and they have to wear tiny ass corsets mm-hmm. with like dresses with their ass. Pretty much 90s. Yeah. But with her stitches, too, it's like, that's fucking mean. Yeah. Yeah, and this is where we kind of get a taste for Xavier mm-hmm. a little bit. We get to meet him. He becomes more a part, a prominent part of Addie's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it switches back to Shadow. Oh, baby Z. Mm. Daddy Z. Yeah, I'm like, baby, Not baby. Fuck That's that. weird. Daddy Z. Daddy Z. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he meets up with the B brothers, because <laughs> fuck that word. Um, and he wants help getting knowledge into the skin trade. So Zade gives him like an IOU to mm-hmm. help him out because he's like, this is my situation um, and I need to get my girl back. So. <sighs> What is happening? Oh, okay. So this is when we learn that their trade is assisted suicides. It's mm-hmm. not um, like they're murdering people no. or anything like that to take organs. It's people who are sick or mm-hmm. have gone through trauma. And so it's, yeah. they're doing it. I mean, it's, I don't love assisted suicides because I just, I feel like it's really hard, mm-hmm. a hard subject to talk on. Yeah, um, I agreed. But at least they're not out like murdering people, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. And they're funny. They are. I love the banter with them. Like when Zade is like leaning over the computer, he's like, God, you're breathing down my fucking neck. He's like, yeah, you want me to do it more? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I do. Please. Um, okay. And then I'm going back to the diamond now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after the calling, the girls, like you said, have to mingle. And Xavier goes to Addie, letting her know that this has been a tradition for centuries. Yeah. This is not new. No. Um, and he gets touchy. But Rio steps in. And Rio, you have this love-hate relationship with him. It's like, you fucking hate him because he's part of the reason that Addie's there. But you love him because, in a way, he's Addie's protector. The best he can be. You know, he can't step in, which we later find out why. And he calls her princessa. Yes, I I love it. I do, too. Did you ever watch Good Girls? No, I need to. But do you know who I'm talking about? Rio? Like, the main character? That's that's who I picture Mm -hmm. for him. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. Ugh, he's a good-looking man, so... So he comes and saves Addie from Xavier and says, okay, we need to go change your stitches. It's time. Um, He orders him to the red room saying, you're mm -hmm. wanted in that room. I need to clean her stitches. And so they go and change Addie's stitches or the bandages and stuff. And Rio tells Addie that they're holding his little sister over his head at another grooming house. And he can't do anything about it. Yeah. So she won't be sold if he helps the society. So he's not in it for the money or anything like that. He's in it because he loves his sister and he wants her to be not sold into sex trafficking. Right. Oh, okay. So this is when they go into the red room. Yep. And Francesca tells the girls that they will be ending Bethany and Phoebe's life and digging their grave. I will tell you talking about this and reading it I'm really having a hard time with that like it's really hard yeah it's really rough because if you you get attached to the characters you do even though we didn't see Phoebe and Bethany for a long time um in the story but you still felt for them and what they were going through and just because they didn't make it through the Mm -hmm. maze like they have to die and of course they're gonna make the girls do it so they're gonna do like a stoning to death 
and Sydney is just like ecstatic. And so fuck a twat. Addie fucking knocks the bitch out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because I can't I, through this whole thing. I cannot stand Sydney at all. Yeah. At all. So the way that they are supposed to kill them is a stoning to death. But Addie was like, fuck that. I'm giving Bethany and Phoebe or excuse me, Phoebe a quick death. Mm-hmm. And so she picks up a stick or a branch and she stabs it into her jugular. Can I tell you I cried? Ah, me too. I really cried at this part because it just, it's terrible. Yeah. And Addie just sits there and holds her while she takes her last breath and just tells her that she loves her and that she's amazing and it's okay to let go and just comforting her in that last moment. And so it's just like... The trauma that you would be going through through all of this. Like, yeah. PTSD for days. So here we are, two months later. And I was shocked that she... It was two months. I'm like, how did it take Zade? Zade, get on it. fuck, bro. (laughs) Um, This is where we really get into Xavier. Mm -hmm. Um, He assaults Addy. He visits once a week. He is a person that likes blood play. And he cuts Addy while raping her. Mm -hmm. And, like, sticks his fingers in it. And he also makes her come. And she will only cry out to God, which she's thinking about Zayd at it. And I have to be honest, I didn't know when somebody was getting raped that somebody could make you come. Like, I really, you don't think about it, but I never thought that. And I, it really disgusted me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like your body is almost like a traitor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I mean, like you can't help yourself with that what's happening because that's stimulation whether you want it or not yeah but I think that's what hurt me the most of this because that's something to me sex isn't just something you do with somebody yeah you know what I mean it there has to be meaning for me connection yeah Yeah. and just to be put in a position because when you're in a book you're in their head you're Mm -hmm. you're that person and that was hard That, uh, that shocked me really bad yeah so Every time she visits Xavier, she always comes back cut up, and Rio is always there to help take care of her wounds. Um, and they kind of find solace in one another. Mm-hmm. They start kind of developing this really weird, like, friendship. They form what's called a trauma bond. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, 100%. Yep. Um, and Ju- Jillian and Gloria were sold. So in the house, it's just Addie and Sydney now. There's nobody else. <sighs> Poor Addie. And Claire shows up at the house. Yep. It's one week before they're supposed to be, or Addie's supposed to be sold. And this is the first time she's seen Claire. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think she knows that it's Claire at this no. point. She doesn't know because she, Francesca says Claire's coming and she looks to them and she's like, who's Claire? Yeah. And then it goes to Zade. Yeah. So this part with Zade. Oh my God. I was in love with this scene. So Zade goes to an auction and Watching Taken, that's the only thing I can refer to, Yeah, it's like the same thing as the auction house. You know, you have your windows where there's a girl standing there and they're bidding on them. And how fucking disgusting. Right. But if you can't get a chick willingly on your dick, you should not be having any sex. Nobody should force any woman, child, men, anybody. No, nobody. No human no to do this. Human or animal if you're, that's disgusting. Oh. Like if you're into that. <laughs> you took it there, you did it. So he goes in and he buys all the girls, which later he's just going to have all the money transferred back into his account. Mm -hmm. So he goes into all 15 rooms of these men 
locks, ties them to the motherfucking chair, pours gas all over him, sets a camera in the middle on the stage that circles or Yeah, rotates. That's the right <laughs> word. I couldn't think. I was like, circle, 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 circle. Okay. And <laughs> lights all of them on fire. And I was so ecstatic. And I they're was all like, looking at each other through yep. all the rooms and oh my God. Fuck you, society, because I'm coming for you. you. And so he is able to get all of the girls out and they're safe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's fucking awesome. So he gets info from the saved girls. Um, he's asking them questions like, where were you? Where are you from? Mm-hmm. And so the girls that were from the area that Addie was from, he was like, have you seen this girl in the house? And one girl recognizes Addie and it's Jillian. And then that's when we learn that Gloria is there too. Yep. And so it's like two of the girls that were in the house with her and they can tell him like she's alive, you know? Yeah. And give him more details to lead him to mm-hmm. her. So now we finally have the lead. Now we're finally getting somewhere to where he can save her. Because yeah. before this, he had no leads. He because had they didn't let her leave the house. So no. she's like impossible to track. Because they knew he was coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now we go back to the diamond. Mm-hmm. And Addie sees Claire for the first time and realizes who she is. And her first impressions of her were completely wrong. She was not the quiet, battered wife. She's the fucking cunt, bitch, whore that's behind it all. I was trying to get words out, but I couldn't. She's a conniving bitch. Yeah. Um, So she tells her that Zade is causing trouble, and he saved Gloria and Jillian. I keep wanting to say Jillian. It's Jillian. Jillian. Um, And this is when she tells her that she's not being auctioned. It's going to be a direct sale because it's too risky to move her. Yep. And it's to Xavier. And she has three days. Yep. Um, Later in the night, Addie is awoken by Sydney on top of her, um, telling her she knows her plan to escape and she's going to tell. And Addie loses her shit. Her and Sydney get into a tussle, and she grabs a pen and stabs Sydney in the eye with it. In the eye? I can't remember if it was the neck or the eye. One of the fucking two. She stabs her. Kills her. Mm -hmm. And Rio walks in and says, what the fuck did you do? Yep. Um, And then she's like, if you help me escape, I will promise you I will make Zade get your sister out of the trade. Yeah. And so he said, okay. And... He distracts the bodyguards over here. She goes and gets water bottles, granola bars, gets herself ready because she doesn't know where she's going to go. She doesn't know how long she's going to be out there. And as she's walking out the door, one of Rocco's friends is passed out on the couch. She's like dropping water bottles and shit too. I'm like, honey, (laughs) get your shit together, woman. Get the fuck out. And he wakes up and tells her to come bend over and he's going to rape her. But this chick is so smart. She like acts like she's gonna do it grabs a knife and slits this motherfucker's throat gets out and runs and the bodyguards out bodyguards outside are dead and so Rio fucking killed them mm-hmm. like I was shocked by that I was like I thought that he would just be like hey guys come over here I right. didn't think he was gonna take it to that extent go Rio like, I know it's hard because you don't like Rio but at the same point you're like okay I can have respect for him mm-hmm. so Addie is running and this is where we go back to the hunter so the B brothers. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna just that's it. B brothers. B brothers. Zikaes. So they helped him. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I'm a movie quote person. It's fine. it's fine. Okay, so the B brothers help him find the house, um, and when they show it to the girls, they confirm that it is the right house, mm-hmm. and so they send a drone over. Um, 
And so they see that there's a full search going on at the Mm -hmm. house and they're five minutes away. And so they're like, what are we supposed to do? Like, we don't want to be around all these guards and stuff, but like, does that mean she escaped? Like, what the fuck is going on? Is it another girl? Would they have this big of a search party if it was another girl? So they go directly to the train tracks. And I'm so glad that Zayd is smart because the train tracks say they're active, but they're not. Mm -hmm. So he knows to go back there. I was like, thank God. This is where I stayed up till four in the morning. This was fucking like 60% into the book. I couldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. And that's something to mention is like, we're running through this, but this is seriously more than half of the book, like all of this. So that's how much details we're skipping over and how gruesome it gets. Yeah. Okay. So it goes back to the diamond and Addie gets into a tanker on the train. She runs over and drops herself in and oh my God this part I literally was bawling I know so she's in the tanker there's a little squirrel in there and she's making friends with it like I think there's end up being two and she yeah yeah, and she named them and they just start they hop off and she's just she sees them go up and she's like oh fuck I can't climb like that how Mm -hmm. the fuck am I gonna get out of here and so she's like panicking like okay well I'm just gonna wait until I don't hear voices anymore but she hears voices starting to come closer and closer and there's like an altercation that she can hear well somebody tried to get they got onto the track the train oh yeah and she heard it and she starts panicking like oh fuck they found me oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck and she has two knives and then she hears the altercation and she goes was that a bullet was that and then the door opens and she sees Zade with his two colored eyes and his scars and he was like Zade and he's like baby stay right there and the re oh I just got chills (laughs) like it was just I I bawled like And Day is there, and um, Ruby, Ruby. Mm-hmm. and Jay. Jay's Jay? in the drone. Okay, right. I can't. Michael. Michael's oh, the, yes. other, the guard with the them. security guard. Mm-hmm. And they get her. They get her out. <gasps> finally. Finally. Uh, I seriously just couldn't believe how long it took in this book. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we had to go through the story to build the climax of it, and about what's to happen now but yes so Rocco and Francesca escape and they go into hiding because they're pussies pussies who say <laughs> so they take Addie to a doctor's house to have her checked over um she immediately tells him like hey we need to save Rio's sister mm-hmm. I promised him he is the one that helped me get out like I promised him and so they end up saving her um and Addie's just super withdrawn mm-hmm. she's I mean I <laughs> She'd be not normal if she wasn't, you know? Yeah, she's dealing with the trauma now of mm-hmm. that. She can't even have anybody touch her, like, she, yeah. especially Zayd. Yeah. And that hurts the most because yeah. she wants that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So that after she gets checked out and taken care of, they go back to Parsons Manor. Mm-hmm. And she asks Zayd to take her to the clinic. She finds out that she has chlamydia from one of the dirty bastards. I will and tell you, I loved, I loved Zayd in this scene. Yeah. Because this is where he was like, um, this is awkward if, if you, oh, maybe, nope, I don't know what happened, nope, wrong one, (laughs) sorry guys, technical (laughs) difficulties, but this is where he's like, she's like, it's awkward, so I need you to take me, and he's like, baby, nothing's awkward between us, I'll pluck a butthole from, or a hair from your butthole or an ingrown hair off your (laughs) vagina, she's like, how much shit did you see on the cameras, and I laughed, because I'm like, you just love him, but it's awkward, but you love him, you know, the banter is so good, yes, um, so, she feels disgusting like mm-hmm. she feels like Zayd is gonna leave her and that everything that's happened to her has made her unlovable and she's just in her head about it non-stop and I'm just like 
Mm, that's so sad. So Zaid can tell that she needs something good. And so he takes her to the house where he t- brings all the girls that he's rescued that don't have a place to go. She's reunited with Jillian and Gloria. I bald. I know. And then she gets to meet Rio's sister. Mm-hmm. And she's... There's so much that I highlighted in this scene because it just shows what a good person Zade is. Right. Like, even though he's a hard ass, he's a murderer, he... A stalker. A stalker. He likes <laughs> blood play and gun play and all the things. He's genuinely a good person. Yep. This is where Addie asks him to go take her to get a tattoo mm-hmm. to cover after the house. So he goes and takes her mm-hmm. and she gets a rose mm-hmm. and it's just so Just touching. to cover up the tag that the mm-hmm. society branded her with. Yep. And we learn at that point too that um, that Rio was being raped by Francesca. Mm-hmm. Yep. What well, she had held over his head keeping her there mm-hmm. and that he was being abused. Yeah, he might have been a bodyguard for the society and blah 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 but he was also being abused. And yeah. that just kind of gives Addie even even more soft spot for him. Mm-hmm. So, Which Zaid has a hard time with because he wants to fucking kill him. Mm-hmm. But he's also like, okay, we can't. Mm-hmm. I got to hold to Addie's wishes. And she's point. still on the fence about it, too, because mm-hmm. she's like, he's the one that fucking kidnapped me, you know, and mm-hmm. brought me to the house. But, like, he was kind of my solace in the house, yeah. you know. Yeah. Safe, like that safe haven of mm-hmm. she's okay. So she's back and forth with herself on yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the tattoo, she starts, they get, go back home and she starts getting a lot of flashbacks. Mm-hmm. She's making a salad one day, <laughs> cutting up vegetables and almost fucking stabs Zade. Yes. I was like, oh, God, that's not what you would do. Yep. This is where Zade really shows his strengths at helping her and helps her reprocess the, all of the things that she went through and why it makes her feel, feel powerful in mm-hmm. a way. So he helps her reprocess um, all of that. And this is where Addie also fills Zayden on how Claire visit the, visited the house and what her plan was mm-hmm. of it. And he starts training her so she can mm-hmm. help on their missions. Um, just getting her into a place where she can fight for herself. She can yeah. fight back so she's not so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, so Addie's mom ends up visiting the house and she doesn't approve of Zaid. She mm-hmm. wants her out of person. She's just still being the same mom, even though her daughter's been missing for how long, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, he literally saved me and you're saying you don't like him? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Right. This is also where, after their heart to heart, Zade comes back and Daya and Addie are there and he brings Sibby back. <laughs> and you know what? In the first book, I was not a fan of Sibby at all. Mm-hmm. The, the second book, she totally redeemed uh, herself. I and I love, love Sibby. So yeah. she escaped a psych ward. <laughs> <laughs> Which she needed. And he felt like he had to help her because she helped him by taking the blame for yeah. the killings of the... Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Mark. Mark. Yep. The senator. Yep. The we'll senator. Um, so Sibby also helps starting to train Addie because she's quick and smaller. So she's easier to fight with. Yes. Because Zade's a big bitch. And the man's touch. Anytime oh, yeah. Zade touched her, Addie freaked out. So he fr- also got Sibby to help her, but to help Addie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Zade. Me too. I just, <laughs> he's one book character, creepy motherfucker that I would straight fuck real quick. <laughs> Like, hardcore. Anyways. (laughs) Okay, so they come up with this plan to create a lawsuit against Claire to draw her out of hiding. Um, And so their 
plan is to Claire talks with her lawyer lawyer directly and so they wanted to break into his office his name's Jimmy and to put like a file on the laptop so that he when he sees it he'll send it to her or some sort of plot to get her to come mm-hmm. out of hiding because mm-hmm. they don't know where she is. They can't get to her. Scared little bitch. Scared little bitch. And so Addie is like, I'll do it. And he's like, no, no, you won't. Mm-hmm. And Sibby's like, I'll do it. And he's like, no, oh, that actually might work because she's, she's fucking psycho, mm-hmm. but she's also sly. Yeah. She's can go into hiding and not be found forever. Yes. And so he tells her to dress like... <laughs> I love that. He's like, dress normal, natural, like, so you blend in. And she shows up in, like, a big puffy coat and, like, mittens. They gave her money to go get it, and they didn't supervise it because they just thought she didn't know her size. So they Addie in her switch jackets, and they tried not to make fun of her. She's like, I will stab you. Shut the fuck up. But I was dying. He he goes, Sibby, you're not supposed to stick out like a sore thumb. She's like, I look like a thumb. I love her. <laughs> yes. Um, so she goes up into the office, is able to successfully do it. But when she's coming down, somebody recognizes her because she's got a bunch of wanted posters out. Right. She's a psych word. Yeah. She's psycho. <laughs> I'm a psycho. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so this um, gets into a police chase and mm. Addie is freaking the fuck out in the yeah. front seat. Sibby's like having an orgy in the back seat with her invisible henchman. <laughs> I love her and the henchman. <laughs> and Zade ends up evading the police. Yep. And this is where Zade goes to find Rick, who helped mm. abduct Daddy. Yep. So they end up finding him mm-hmm. and they end up killing him. Thank God. <laughs> Fucking for real. <sighs> So this is where Sibby and Addie are training and Daya comes over and Addie stops and Sibby still hits her. She's like, don't take your guard down. And I love it. Like, I love their their relationship after a while. Uh But this is where Daya tells Addie she found Francesco and Rocco. Yep. In South Carolina. Mm -hmm. So they go to find them and they drug them. (laughs) And then they take them. And then right after that, they go to a club that Xavier is at. And this part, I was fucking panicking. Me too. I was like, so <laughs> glad. Hyperventilating because you were just like, oh my God. So they get into it and it's like, it's a sex club. And I want to know, are those a real thing? Because the past few books we read, they I think like the are. last six books. Three, maybe something <laughs> yeah. like that. Uh, like, I'm like, I even asked my mom. I'm like, mom, are they real? And she's like, I don't Probably know. Probably not in Utah. <laughs> no. Fuck me. You can't even have full nude in Utah with, if they serve alcohol <laughs> at a strip club. Maybe. So they're wearing masks, and so you can't see the identity. She's also wearing a wig. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to point out, Addie is not wearing an underwear under her dress. Mm-hmm. So she finds Xavier, and Zade is with her this entire time. But Xavier gets her into a room, and he has high access and locks the doors. And so way in or out. He figures out that it is Addie. And they get into a tussle, and he literally almost rapes her again. Mm-hmm. He's like, no panties, is that for me, or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like... And Zade busts in the motherfucking door, and I was panicking. Like, I was like, oh my god, if he rapes her again and Zade doesn't get in, mm-hmm. it's and there's gonna be bad. bodyguards that follow in after him, and uh-huh. Zade ends up putting a bullet between both the bodyguards' heads, grabbing Xavier, and they have to book it the fuck out before someone tries to find him. Yeah. Um, and Addie's having a panic attack, so it gets her out of the police. And she, after they escape, she really is 
having a hard time. She withdraws so bad. And this is where the rose scene comes in. And I love this scene. Yeah. This scene to me was one of my favorites. Um, when Zaid gives her roses, he takes the thorns off so it doesn't hurt her. And this one he doesn't and teaches her, you need to feel the pain. You mm-hmm. need to get through it. And he tells her to imagine. Oh, no, she holds a gun to Zaid at mm-hmm. this point. Yep. Yeah. And he asks him. Well, she's questioning him, asking him how he's different than them. He forced himself on her at the beginning of their mm-hmm. relationship. And Zaid puts his forehead to the barrel of the gun and said, the heart in your chest isn't fucking yours. So if it's not beating anymore, you might as well pull the trigger. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Breaks it's so fucked up relationship, but it's so cute at the same time. <laughs> right. Like we're fucked. We need therapy, therapy for this fucking book. Um, this is where Zaid helps her mm-hmm. because she's frustrated sexually because she can't get past what the men did to her, which is understandable. But she doesn't want that. Her and Zaid have a very fucking high sex life and not. Yeah. So he makes her hold a rose and pinch it to where the thorns are cutting her. Mm-hmm. And she has blood running down her arm and he tells her to imagine pulling, putting a gun to the men's head and pulling the trigger. And he tells her to make her fill between her legs. Yeah. And she's wet. And she was like shocked. She was aroused. Yeah. So he dips the rose in her juices. (laughs) Juices, yummy. (laughs) And he's making her feel the rose. And he's like having her like almost like finger it. I would say finger it. Like in the middle Uh of it. And she's like, why is this turning me on? (laughs) Why do we have eye contact right now? Awkward. Just look into my eyes. Deep into my soul. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where she finally allows Zay to touch her. And she kind of wins a piece of her soul back. And she goes to it. She gets off. Yep. She wants to get him off now. She was trying to fuck him, and he's like, no. One step at a time, baby. Yeah. Like, one step at a time. Like, chill out, Addie, you little nymph- yeah. nympho. Is that what it's called? Yeah. A nympho? <laughs> this is where we get the little titty fucking, though. Yeah. And I, that, to me, was just like, this whole scene, to me, was just, wow. He, and he calls her a him. whore. I know, and she gets <laughs> upset, and he's like, the difference is, is... You're my whore. Like, you only give it to me, and I respect that. Mm-hmm. They took it. You're not a whore for them. Yeah. And it's like a praise king a yeah, little bit. It, with he the... does a lot of the good girl, and, mm-hmm. like, <sighs> I love the praise king. I kind of think I might have a praise king. <laughs> kind of. We'll see. Okay. Anyways. So she sees the rose cut on his chest mm-hmm. as well, and she's like, he did that for me. Like, she's realizing, like, oh, he's, mm-hmm. like, I need to let my guard down because he yeah. is good. Yeah. So now they have Rocco, Francesca, and Xavier tied downstairs in the manor. And Sibby is down there torturing them, singing Ring Around the Rosie. <laughs> and this is where we find out Sydney is Sibby's sister. Mm-hmm. And it made so much sense. I thought it from the beginning. Yep. It, you pick up on the clues. Like, uh-huh. they're both psycho. They both were in the walls. They both watch people. Obviously, Sibby's the better crazy, and Sydney was the actual, like... <laughs> Stab, stab, stab. Yeah. Second time I've said that. Okay. It's fine. (laughs) Um, And Addie asks what happened to Molly, who's the journal she found. And Francesca tells her that she escaped. She is the one and only until Addie. Mm -hmm. And we learn that um, uh, Francesca and 
Rocco were making money under the table yes. by prostituting the girls out and Sydney had found out. And so she was using it as blackmail, mm-hmm. which is how she was able to stay in the house yep. for as long as she did without being killed. Yep. And Claire made her suffer through that because mm-hmm. it was her own fuck up. Yep. This is where they have their own calling for yes. them. This scene to me was like, holy shit balls. balls. So they get their bone arrows and they tell him to fucking run. And Xavier's like, I'm just going to escape through the driveway. And uh, Addie's like, no, you will not. You're, this is the rules. And they have men around the property so they can't get out of it. So Addie's hunting Xavier. Zade goes after Rocco. And Sydney goes after Francesca. Sibby? Sibby. What did I say, Sydney? I thought, I thought her heard, I heard Sydney. If I said Sydney, I'm sorry. I miss Sydney. <laughs> and so they make him run. They all catch him. And Zade is dragging Rocco back and just throws him on the ground as Xavier is on the ground with Addie. She shot him. In the leg, yeah. I think. Uh-huh. And Zade gets Addie off in front of Xavier and was like, I, she never said your name. She only called out to God, and I'm going to show you why. And holy fuck. Yeah. This chirped me like a motherfucker. <laughs> and it shouldn't have because it's so wrong. But it's so right. You're right. Like, and oh. he's like... You- <laughs> I love when he does his God complex. He's like, uh-huh. when she says like, oh God. And he's like, that's right. You prayed to me or you, oh my God. Yes. I was like, okay. So oh. they end up, what? This is when she shoves the um, heel down Francesca's throat. Thank God. I loved it. Yeah. I was like, get it. This like, whole scene. Payback. Yeah. This whole scene was revenge in one should go. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they let Sibby go wild on her. And he goes, <laughs> and we let Sibby go wild. She threw this. She played Frisbee with the fucking body parts. <laughs> <laughs> and so he had to go pick him up and clean yep. him. Um, and then she had an orgy with her henchman right after. <laughs> yep. She's fucking crazy, dude. This I is, do want to mention, I'm sorry, that Addie stabs Xavier over and over and over in the groin area. And I'm like, yes, yes rip his dick apart. Rip cut, it apart. Cut it off. Cut it off. <laughs> Shave it nice and small. Slice it like some cheese. Okay. I don't know where the fuck that came from. You're welcome. Okay. Um, this is where Addie is in the mirror staring at the cuts on her body. And... Zade replaces them. He cuts her and makes new memories with them. He says, every time you look at these, you think of Xavier, so I'm going to cut them again so that you think of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's cute, but I'm like, okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. So then they almost have sex in the bathtub. The tip goes like in. an inch of it in. Just the tip. Just the tip. It still counts. <laughs> um, and he's really patient and cares. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so Xavier's disappearance is noticed and she thinks that she's going to be a suspect and he tells her not to worry and that she needs to watch the news at eight o'clock. So eight o'clock rolls around. Sibby's on the couch with her popcorn and Addie's trying to sit down and she's like, no, you're going to sit on my henchman. She's like, why do I have to be concerned of where I sit on my couch because of her invisible fucking friends? (laughs) Won't he be more comfortable standing up than me because he doesn't have muscles. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Love them. I love it. Um, so then this is where Zade goes on the news, but not as Zade, mm-hmm. as Z covers his face and uses a voice changer and says that he's the one that killed Xavier and shows the proof of what he was doing. Um, pretty much calls out the fucking society at this mm-hmm. point. And Addie is just absolutely smitten. She's just like, I love him so she, much. She's like humping the air, like, get home, dude. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready. But he doesn't get home until... Um, 12 o'clock mm-hmm. like after 12 mm-hmm. um, 
And so she asks why he was home so late, and it was because he killed a guy for Jillian. It mm-hmm. was the guy that Jillian asked him to kill. Yep. Um, and this is when they start talking about Rio, mm-hmm. and Zade tells him that he knows where he is. And yeah. Addie admits that she doesn't want Rio to die, and Zade doesn't like it because... Of what he went through. Yeah. yeah what he did to Addie. Yeah, but he respects it. Mm-hmm. So they kind of have a little... I don't want to say a fight, a tizzle. It's like an argument, yeah. yeah. About how she always thinks that she's helpless. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh. And he's like, she realized, he makes her realize that she has more power than she thought that she did. Yeah. And she just, it kind of like opened up, like she was blinded by like woe is me which I'm sorry but I think she had every right to right agreed no agreed (laughs) but Zade was like you literally hold all the power because that thing beating in your chest is the only thing that's keeping me alive and I'm just like they they seriously (laughs) things get hot and heavy so this is where the handcuffs come into Mm -hmm. play and she handcuffs Zade and she takes control gets on top and gets him all the way in and she tells him that she loves him (laughs) and he's like take these handcuffs off now and she's scared i would be scared he's like gonna maul her i would be scared which he does and she as they're like mid fucking she asks him to carve a rose into her chest Mm -hmm. so he's carving a rose into her chest while there's Penetration. Penetration. Not enough. I think, Wait, is it? How does it go? Not a good enough reason to use the word penetration. I kind of want to make it a goal to use the word penetration in every single episode. Deal. <laughs> we could do that. Um, so they have worked through it now. And mm-hmm. now he's saying that Claire's been too quiet. Um, he took a ring down with infants at 3 a.m. and then calls Jay wanting him to check on Addie's parents. Um, Jay finds out that somebody broke into Addie's parents and goes to wake up Addie and Zibia at this point. Mm-hmm. So so Jay shoots at their truck to prevent them from leaving, so they go back inside, and they immediately rush over. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so they storm the house and kill a bunch of men. Some had tried to sneak up on them, and mm-hmm. they start to clear it room by room, and as they're doing that, there's a laser pointed at Zade's chest, and they're like, Zade, get down. I think it was Jay, because mm-hmm. he has like an infrared thing where he can see yeah. that, but they had like styrofoam over him that was blocking it. I don't uh-huh. know. Um, so Zade does get grazed, but he's okay. And so he's like, stay away from the windows. And Addie's like, I think we need to go check the basement. So as they're walking downstairs, there's a light, but it's blocked out. And they thought someone had turned the light off, but then they realize it's a man standing there. Yeah. And, oh my God, they're like, Sibby, sick him. <laughs> I know. And then she goes and does her thing. Yes. And it's the best. Her she, creepy little doll. Like, oh, I would hate play? to see her in real life. I would, I, I think I should have my pants. Oh, she's terrifying. Yeah. So she ends up killing him. Mm-hmm. And they run into the room and her parents are tied up with guns to their heads. Um, they start threatening her parents' lives and Addie puts a knife to her own throat saying, if you kill them, I die too. And you I know you can't have me dead. Mm-hmm. And Zade's like, fucking what the fuck, bitch? <laughs> right? Like, oh, this is not what I trained you to do. So they tell Zade and Sibby to drop their weapons. And Addie feels danger behind her. And there's a gun pressed to the back of her head. And he says, you forgot to check the attic. Oh, yeah. Uh, this uh, Who had... Somebody has the pen gun. It's Addie. Okay. So this is when she starts to grab it. And she fires the bullet, kill, killing one of the guys. And this... Dis- that scared me. Me too. 
it distracts the guy holding the gun against her head enough mm-hmm. to where she can turn and knock the gun away. But as she's doing that, he starts shooting towards her feet and the bullet starts ricocheting all over the room and she he- hears a gasp. But at this point, there's so much going on that her Zayd and Sibby have to kill off everybody else in the room. Right. So they end up killing all the bad guys and this is when she looks at her parents. And sees that her mom was shot. <laughs> so after they figure out her mom was shot they get her in Zayd's car and they rush her to Zayd's doctor. As her dad is freaking out the whole fucking time. I hate her dad. Right? I have no respect for him. No. Like going off on Zayd and Zayd was like shut the fuck up or else I will shut you the mm-hmm. fuck up now. And blaming Addie yeah. for it and so they rush her into surgery. She's going to be okay. It was by her heart where she got shot, I believe. Um, she's out for, I think, like a week mm-hmm. at this point. So Zayd and Addie go home. And Addie gets upset. Zayd takes everything out on him and tells him to leave that. She realized she fucked up everything, goes chasing after him. They fuck in the woods. Oh, my God. He, like, ties a belt around her neck to the tree and fucks her against this tree. And I'm just like... The part that got me with this is, like, when... Wow. He gets on his knees and puts her legs over his shoulders and, like, goes to Chowtown. <laughs> I... Some of the positions he puts her in makes me I'm so like, uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um... So they obviously oh work through I'm it. sorry, what? I have to say this part. I was, you scared me. I'm like, what happened? I forgot that I wrote this down. This part, I was like, Corey, what the fuck did you get me to read? Uh-oh, what? <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? They're fucking, and he's like, would this swollen with my child make you stay? And he's oh, like pointing to her uh, belly. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I have an IUD. And he's like, do you? You sleep heavily sometimes. And... She's like, did this motherfucker take my IUD out while I was sleeping? And I'm like, okay, first of all, there's no fucking way because that shit hurts like a bitch. But I'm like, what the fuck? And then he goes, I was just kidding. I didn't take out your IUD. When I get you pregnant, you'll know about it. I love it. It's kind of like a breeder kink. I am kind of down with the breeding kink, dude. Like, I don't know why. It just does. It's like, okay. (laughs) Okay, so then this is when they find the two men that Claire has been in contact with. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, <laughs> you jumped and I went, huh? Anyways, so yeah, Jay and Day are in the manor. Jay is scared of the ghosts in the manor. I love it. I love He's it. like, I was taking a piss and I could feel it breathing down my neck. It's like, I thought it was going to give me a reach around. <laughs> yes. So they intercept to grab these two men and they set a trap to get Claire. They have the men slap around Addie and Zayd and make it look like they've captured them. So Claire comes. Yes. And they are waiting on her to get home. And Zayd finds Addie by the cliffs. This is your favorite part. So I'm going to let you just take this rain on this. Because I didn't find it as hot as you. Yeah. Okay. So they have to talk Claire into it. And Mm -hmm. Claire's flight is like, I think it was like 16 hours. So this is when they go home. And um, they, she's sitting at the cliffs. And (laughs) he comes over and like she's like on the brink of like I don't know I'm not I'm not gonna say jumping off but she's like if I just moved a little bit mm-hmm. I would fall to my death you know and Zaid comes up and they end up fucking on the cliff and her head is literally hanging off the cliff and I don't know why but I was just like why is this scene so fucking hot right now <laughs> I think it's, I don't know. It was a hot scene, but to you, like, you love that scene, and I love, like, the rose scene, and we both, like, don't see an eye on it, but they're both hot. They both got some fucks in there, so. So after they fuck, they go back to the distillery, Mm -hmm. and Claire shows up. 
Yep. And Claire wants to fucking make a truce. Yeah. I'm like, you dumb bitch. Are you kidding? And the reasoning is because she wants to basically be in control of all human population. Mm -hmm. And Zade's like, you stupid. You stupid (laughs) hoe, bitch. What? And he has the knowledge and like the power to make things that would make her successful. Mm -hmm. So Zade isn't about it. And all of a sudden, a bunch of bombs go off near the wall, killing most of her guards. Mm -hmm. And Zade and his guards end up killing everybody else. And Claire is just like, what the fuck? But he gives Addie the honors and she cuts her throat and Zade pushes her into the fire. I loved it. I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, yes, yes, yes. yes." So then they're at the manor and Addie's mom shows up finally Mm because she can't get in contact with him and with a caregiver named Craven. Her mom tell her that it wasn't her fault she got shot and pretty much they mend their relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, Sibby comes downstairs and freezes and is like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing here? And they know each other. <laughs> yeah. And so then it skips forward to Addie getting a letter in the mail. For me. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't say it though until the very yeah. last page it has the note. Yes. But she's just like, oh my gosh, like she's so emotional about it. Mm-hmm. Um and Addie's starting to have nightmares and she'll say Xavier's name while she's sleeping and Zade wakes her up with sex and this is when the anal happens. And this is <laughs> another all. one of my favorite anal. <laughs> Who's anal? <laughs> so while they're like she's like that thing is literally gonna rip me in half first of all right so while they're having sex in the booty butt he proposes to her (laughs) and it doesn't give her a diamond it's like a rose on Mm -hmm. her diamond with rubies yeah and i love that he didn't give her a diamond because i think that would have just fucked it all up on Uh this one but it was just so cute she's like (laughs) she's like did you tell me you love me because of the proposal or because of the anal? She's like, wait a minute, don't answer that. (laughs) (laughs) And they live happily ever after, according to that. Yeah. Um, I do want to say she is writing Sibby's books. So we are about to get, yep, we're going to get some more Sibby. Addie and Zade are going to be in them, so we'll see what happens at that point. I didn't know that. Yeah. I I know that they're Satan's Affair, but we haven't read that yet. Yeah, I think I want to read it just to see if you, they say you need to read it before, so that's something I would like to see, but, um, so I'm excited to see where she takes Sibby, because obviously I want to know the connection to Craven. Yeah. And And they did touch on the subject that they need somebody in control of the government, and Sibby was like, I'll do it, and they're like, fuck no, you're crazy, and then Addie was like, well, she might actually be kind of mm-hmm. good at it because she weeds out the bad people, the she demons. She can smell them. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so we'll anyways. see how that goes. We'll follow up with it and we'll read it when it comes out. Yes. All right. Who was your favorite character in this one? Adeline and Sibby. I fucking loved Sibby. She was so funny. <laughs> I have to agree. But I think Zayn and Abby are mine. Yeah. I love Sibby. I do. She created the banter that we needed uh-huh. to lighten the story. Yeah. Um, Zayd, obviously, because he's Daddy Zayd. Yeah. But Addie, she's a strong bitch. She yeah. overcomes some fucked up shit that happened yeah, to her. Yeah, that's why she's my favorite for sure. So, favorite smut scene? The cliff scene or the anal scene? The null. The null. Okay. Mine would have to be the rose petal or the handcuff scene, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's the rose petal. I think that's my top. It was a good one. Yeah. What's your chirp level? Uh, this is a hard one. The first half of the book, zero. Mm-hmm. None. The second half, I would probably have to say a five. Yeah. Because there was a lot of scenes, but there was the character behind it to mm-hmm. why it was so hot. And you why, know I mean? like, when they were reconnecting and stuff, it, mm-hmm. was, it was good. Yeah. Would you recommend this book? I would, but you need to be careful. Yeah. Agreed. Like, very careful. I mean, it's, it's a rough one. Would you? I think I would. I would say 
be prepared. Um, I didn't have any warning going into this, so I would just say yes, just be prepared because it's dark and yeah. we just barely covered half of it. We didn't even go into the details. So yeah. Yeah. Alrighty guys. So that's it for today's episode. We are going to be releasing our episodes bi-weekly. We will keep you updated for upcoming episodes on our Instagram and TikTok. So give us a follow at smutsluts.bookpodcast. And next time we will be reviewing Sicko by, by Ammo James. Also, we do have a YouTube channel. If you want to watch us interact while we record our episode, you can subscribe to our channel at smutsluts period book podcast. It's all one word. Yep. And thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Keep it kiki, smut sluts. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.